Hi everyone, I'm Deja. I'm Liv, and you are listening to another episode of The Rebound Pool. And today, y'all. Today, folks. We have our very first special guest. Yay, who do we have in the building? So today, uh, do, do you want to introduce yourself? Or do I don't know, I don't, I don't know what you guys want to do. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we have um, the wonderful and amazing Stephanie Duncan. Yeah. Also known as Slam Mama Dunks. Dunks. Mama Dunks. Slam Dunks, Mama Dunks. All the Dunks. All the Dunks. All Slam Duncan. <laughs> yeah. Um, Steph. Um, any other names? No. Alea's mum. Hello, everyone. Um, yeah, we have we have Stephanie. So can can you do a, a at home little a round of applause? Ooh. Yay for our first guest on the pod. We made it. We made it. Um, so do you want to tell people a little bit about yourself? Um, or or we can do the question game and they'll get to know you a bit. Oh yeah, okay. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's okay. Do that. Cool. Um, so we're gonna play a game of question roulette. I kind of want us all to play. Like, yeah, let's sorry. do it. Okay, so I've got 200 questions here. Okay. And you guys choose a number. They are in different categories, I think, but I'm not going to tell you the categories because why would I do that? Um, so You are in your <laughs> element, <laughs> innit? This is what you wanted to do when you wanted to be game master last week. Do you know Terrible. how much people are laughing? Like, Olivia, you can't tell DJ because you was not I'm the host. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad I have the back end because... <laughs> Okay, so, um, yeah, uh, Steph, you can start as I guess. Just choose a number between 1 and 200, and I'm going to ask that question. Number 11, please. Oh, of course. <laughs> How funny. This is, that's really weird. Sorry, the question is, are you into podcasts, or do you only listen to music? Oh, my God. Stuff like that terrify me. I love that. That's synchronicity. It's the universe it's talking is. to us. Always. So, wait, do I have the answer? Yeah. yeah. Um... I wouldn't say like I'm a podcast guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a new thing. It's very new, isn't it? Yeah, and I yeah. think like you have to find something that's like your kind of flavour. Yeah, yeah. To like listen to it. But this and Too Rude for Radio are literally <sighs> the only podcasts. Your faves. And that I listen to. Radio. I've tried to listen to others and I've just not been able to get into them. Mm. Is she finishing though, Dottie? Is yeah, it's because she's yeah. leaving one extra. I, so I thought it was her own sad. thing though. So I thought she would have continued it even No, more. so I think it's like a, a child of One Extra. So it's for them oh. to say what they can't say on the breakfast show. Yeah. Got it. And it's because it's on BBC Sounds. If you're not employed by BBC, yeah. you can't release yeah, yeah. a podcast Got on it. BBC Sounds. Mm. Okay, but I sense. hope that she comes back on like her like independent yeah, thing. because Those episodes are hilarious. Yeah. I need to listen. Um, I did semi-cancel her, so it's just hard for me sometimes. Wait, what did um, she do again? She called... The actress that I think her name is Bumi. She called the actress that plays Mercy in EastEnders a monkey. Oh yeah. So I was just a bit upset. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Understandably. Did you did you um see her apology? Yeah, I was still upset. Right. <laughs> so it's totally fine. Do you think um, she didn't like apologize well enough or? No, I think I think she did, but I think I just thought unjustifiable. Mm. Um, so I'm just working through that because you know how I feel about cancel culture. I yeah. don't really agree, but then. Some people are naughty. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? They can't be forgiven. So yeah, that's true. Mm. Uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> I'm going to ask, you can choose a different question, Deej. So number okay. between one and 200? 147. Oh, delicious. Let's go. Okay. Oh, these questions are sick. Sorry. Okay. What line should someone never cross with you? Oh, mm. that's a good question. Um, what line shouldn't they cross? Um, oh, it's um, a good question. That's a very, it's good a good question, question, but I don't know what my answer is. I guess like the morality line, like don't do something that uh, I, don't, I don't know. What lines? Okay, what lines can you cross? Um, many a line. Yeah. <laughs> many a line, many a line can, can be crossed. crossed. Um, I'm trying to think. Like people piss me off, but they don't. What piss would me off it often. be like? What would someone have line? to do for you to wipe your hands clean? Yeah, like react in a way like. Give them a strong reaction, like that. People be like, "Wow, DJ's okay. really angry." Yeah. Like, um, speak to me like I'm stupid. I hate when people mm. do that. Patronizing, like, too. yeah, and like it can be to the point where I'm just like, "Don't ever speak to me yeah. like that." See, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't even cross you the line. That, I was like, okay. yeah, but I think it's <laughs> also <laughs> I'm quite like la la la, like quite like I just like do my own thing. But if someone wants to come and intimidate me or like yeah, yeah. speak to me in a way that I don't feel like I deserve, like that's when I get pissed mm-hmm. off. That's 
So basically, come correct. Or not basically, yeah. yeah. Basically. That's exactly it. That's a good line. Um, all right, Liv, you pick a question, a number. Uh, Hope you haven't had, haven't done I haven't cheating. Ha- I haven't had a peek. Okay, good. Um, number. We haven't even asked a question yet. All you've got to do is... 188. Ask. 188. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. What's the weirdest thing you do when you're alone? <laughs> Cut this out. <laughs> um, Cut the cameras. Dead, dead ass. ass. <laughs> oh, what do I do? <laughs> do you like dance around the room? Uh, there's so many weird things I do that I'm laughing like, what can I say that is not so weird? Um, it's going to be weird regardless, isn't it? I feel like the give things us that you the do weird when you're and alone, the wonderful. Yeah, yeah, we deserve. Um, I do, I do, I don't do this often. Right. Oh gosh, she it's going to be she weird, does, isn't it? The fact that she said tell, that. Yeah, she does it often. <laughs> um, but sometimes I just think about like, okay, if I was a YouTuber, like, <laughs> what would I say? What would my intro be? Uh, hi, I'm Olivia. Welcome to my channel. Wait, do you do this in the mirror, or do you like? No, sometimes you I have it on your phone there. Yeah. Oh, oh! So you actually record it? Well, once I did. Oh. Anyway, what's the next um, number question? Wow. Yeah, so I have done it like a few times. I think you should share it with the people. I won't. I, people, I won't be doing that. Um, I do loads of weird stuff. Do you know what? I feel like I do a lot of weird stuff around people. You do. So to think what I do by myself, I'm like, oh, cool. Where do we start? Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, It'd be like that sometimes though, because that's when you can be your true self when you're like alone. Yeah. Shout out to Goffman and his like backstage theory. Oh, that was I like that, but it's sociological. I do like. I was that. like Goffman, and then yeah. I thought, wait for the people. Can we? Yeah. So Go- Goffman is a sociologist or like a, someone who studies human behavior, and he basically says that in life you have moments when you're on stage, which is any time that you're around people, right? And when you're off stage is when you're by yourself, I think and I've they're had like it. two yeah, different yeah, people yeah. basically, and like the people, the person that you are when you're off stage is your true self. Mm-hmm. And there's always, like, a certain performance that you're putting on, regardless of who you're around. At all times. Yeah. Um, next question. One to 200. Go ahead. Take it to the head. Oh, yeah, yeah. Does Aubrey Sassi sing that? Don't think oh, I don't. I thought it was Chris Brown. Brown. Don't be, I'm oh, embarrassed. maybe not. Oh. Maybe all of them. No, no, I think, I, think, I think it's everyone. Okay, that's good. Number seven. Number seven. Um, sorry, it's quite the scroll. Um... <laughs> <laughs> What was so these ones are boring. Can you choose ones that aren't okay. you choose what you want actually? Literally she so. looked at you like it was your fault that <laughs> you put that question. <laughs> I was like, um. um okay, number thirty-three. Okay, thank you. Uh, let's fingers crossed. Um Oh, have you ever disliked something and then changed your mind? Oh yeah, all the time. Can all you give time. us an example? Yeah. Give us an example of something that you really disliked and then now you're like, actually. Your competing, your opinion is completely different. Mm. Um, oh, it's a tough one. See me greedy belly like my first one was food, didn't it? <laughs> so like that's my first one was food. My moment. Um. Oh yeah, that's a tough one. I don't know if I can think. Um. Are there any foods that you used to hate but now you love? Olives. Ooh, I like, like I would olives like are mature. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's grown people food. Hundred yeah. percent. You have to have a and mature red wine. palate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and avocado. Oh, I love avocado. Wait, what was what was the question? Um, so, have you ever disliked something and then changed your mind? Dislike something. Dislike no, because Steph was like someone. We can <laughs> dislike something, and I changed my mind. Um, or a TV show, like music, a per- like an, a celebrity. Do you know what? It's hard for stubborn yeah. people like us. Do you know what I mean? I I Once can't. our mind's been made, <laughs> it's hard to change. That's it, it forever. Yeah. yeah, I do change my mind all the time. I can't think of an ex- example right now. That's if you can think fine. of one, just shout it out. I will. Yeah, just yeah. randomly. Um, Catch up. Do you, what's your um, What's your number? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Twenty-two is a good number. That's, That's a, my favorite number. It's a nice number. Yeah, I like that. Um, oh, I should have asked you this one. What meal is your favourite, breakfast, lunch or dinner? Uh, probably lunch, because I feel like you can get away with mixing a lot of different foods. Yeah. And there's it no not rules. being Yeah, there's no rules for lunch. You can have cereal, you can have steak, 
You can have um, salad, dessert, salad, yeah, yeah. a Ice sandwich. Cream. You can yeah. do anything with lunch. That's lunch true. is very diverse. Yeah. Would you say lunch is your favourite? Now that DJ said that, yeah. You're thinking. Yeah. What would you have yeah. said before? Breakfast. Mm. See, I would say dinner. Breakfast it's is just like bites. it's my thing. Like yeah. I like, I just like breakfast. I like the morning. Mm. I like. I'm good at making breakfast. Like, mm. You're a breakfast girl, I'm a breakfast like, yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I never have breakfast because I do intermittent fasting, so I don't usually eat before twelve. Like there's no time. See, literally. So it's not really breakfast. It's like my first meal was lunch. Brunchy lunch. Mm. But sometimes it's just a protein shake, so it's not. <laughs> How come yours is dinner? <laughs> um, because I just feel like you wait all day and then here we are. Do you know what I mean? Like that's true because you'll cook, you'll cook dinner for the next day, like and the that's and the next. Yeah. That's yeah. so true, actually. So you, you kind of have something to look forward to. Yeah, like, mm. I know, listen, dinner tonight is, do you know what I mean? It's going to be it. And it's a motive. Yeah. Dinner's a, during, during quarantine, dinner is a motive, like. I love that you feel that way. <laughs> That's actually really sweet. The weird things I do by myself. <laughs> dinner. Um, What's your next number? Okay, I'm going to go for 143. Okay. It's hard for me to choose random Oh, this is a good one for you, Liv. How exciting. What is your biggest irrational fear? Oh, my day. Because I feel like me and Steph could talk about your irrational fears all day. Let me tell you guys a secret. Can you keep a secret? For a long, long time. My irrational fear is for people to know that I can actually sing and that all this time I've been pretending that I can't. <clears throat> as soon as we're in front of a microphone, <laughs> you become either a singer, a rapper, a game show host. I'm actually a sick rapper, though. Oh. This one is for the boys in the boomer system, tap down AC in the coolest. Yeah, but that's not your bars, <laughs> it's not though. Yours. It's not yours. Is it Nikki's? Do you know what I mean? If you want to get into that question, <laughs> if you guys want to attack. How okay. can you just take someone's art and just yeah, but wrap I did, it I didn't staring say I'm a writer. in my eyes? <laughs> I didn't say I'm a writer, I'm a rapper. Oh, right, but have, you ever, written your own, <laughs> have you ever written your own bars? Maybe, that might have been one of the other th- weird things that I do by myself. Right, go on, drop a quick 16. I didn't say I have, I Run, said maybe. Start for us. Isn't it? Do you, would you want a beat? Yeah. Right, this is where I get awkward. <laughs> boom, pch, boom, boom, pch, boom, boom, In the studio. Boom, boom, pch, with Deej and Steph. Boom, boom, How much time we got left? Because I'm wasting it. By talking shit. That wasn't bad. Maybe she is. Maybe that's a new venture. Thank you. You just think that your best friends will support you in everything, and then here they are. Telling you that you're not a rapper. I mean, Steph definitely, definitely said A, and I gave you a beat, so I, I feel like feel that's like, the support you but need. But that was only when you heard it. Where right. was the push? But I'm not gonna. <laughs> but you, you can't be one of those. Do you want to hear my mixtape people? <laughs> I, I won't be out with you and Corey and giving up your mixtape if your music's trash. Do you know what I mean? That. We need to know. I am dead. Um, no, my real um, irrational fear is I actually have a favour of vomit, guys. It's called a metaphobia. It's real. Okay. Um, but I kind of don't think I'm that scared anymore, touch wood. Yeah, I feel like you've definitely grown. Um, yeah, I did actually, this is sneaky, but I'll tell you guys. I actually put it in my um, manifestations for this year that I wasn't oh. going to be um, scared of it. Um, has that really been an insult? Like, but do you think it's because we've been inside? <laughs> it might be because I've been around no one. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. No, but I was sick during labour and you were unfazed entirely. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. I, That's I just thought, do you know what, babe? It's not about you. <laughs> She's having a kid. <laughs> yeah? Not about you. No. I was literally pushing a layer out as well and I like oh vomited because I was like taking the gas on her. Yeah, just Wait, no, can we just talk about that quickly? Is yeah. that something that happens like often? Like, is that a common thing? Honestly, I don't know. Mine was because um, gas on her is, if anyone's done it, like done balloons. Don't mm. do balloons, by the way. It's illegal. Um, and fun and illegal. <laughs> No, it's so bad for you. Yeah, it's it is. so 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 bad for you. And so don't just don't do fun. balloons. Actually, who says it? AJ Tracy says like it's it's like fake or neaky or something. Don't, <laughs> don't do balloons, guys. Doesn't it guys. deprive your brain of oxygen or something? Is that what it the does, high it's is? It's really really damaging for your body. Like really really damaging. Mm. Um, but just yeah, just to protect my identity, I did it when it was legal before it was criminalized. All right, it's okay. Right. <laughs> it's all right. Okay. You think the popo listened to this like right? Just maybe. <laughs> That Olivia, yeah, that Olivia, <laughs> where is she? On those fucking where balloons. Um, yeah, so gas and air is basically like the the same as balloons. Like it gives you the same effect, that kind of lightheaded effect. Mm. Um, so they give it to you in labour because it doesn't actually take the pain away, but it helps you to um, deal with the pain. Right. Um, 
and I did balloons once mm-hmm. <laughs> with Olivia, funnily <laughs> enough. Um, it's so I literally down, like huh? did it for like all of like five seconds. Like I need to sit down. Like I can't. Yeah. It's not for me. It was never for me. And um, <laughs> as soon as I took the gas in air, I had that same feeling. And right. I said, um, I, I was taking the gas in air sporadically throughout the labour and. Um, I think I kept saying, I'm mm. going to be sick. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I would stop taking it. But then when I was pushing her out, I had to have the gas note. Like, I actually needed it. Yeah. And um, I was like, I'm going to vomit. And they put the thing there and I vomited wow. straight away. Did you have an epidural or was it just gas and air? Gas and air. Wow. Natural, baby. Soldier. Yeah. That's what I told you. I'm a soldier. Didn't you almost break? Didn't you, like, break? I've actually like, got What scars. happened to your hand? Scars, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's yeah. that's a story, though, isn't it? Yeah, her and Alea's dad, bless your heart. I know. Because uh, during pregnancy, my nails grew like, mm. like a, a Crazy. very abnormal rate. Crazy yeah. amounts. Um, so I'd cut them one week, and the next week they'd like regrown entirely. Oh. Not Wolverine. Um, and yeah, wh- when I was, it was when I was again pushing her out. Yeah, yeah. Probably after I'd vomited. Um, yeah. They had to take it in turns and hold it in my hands. Wow. And then when I was um, like when her head was coming out and she was coming out, I think I had one Which on each hand. Which was in lots of pain. She. Uh, yeah. I was just like digging. Digging in, trying to share the pain, trying yeah. to share the yeah. moment with everyone. We're all here together. I mean? Yeah, this yeah. is a shared experience. Yeah. So just because obviously she wished the pregnancy on me, Alia's dad got me pregnant. Can well, I? There we go. Can, can we? I'm, I'm gonna push the questions aside. Olivia's also like, didn't you also predict when Steph was gonna go into labour? Let me tell everyone about my go psychic on, abilities. Go tell, on, tell them. Not only you're a rapper, <laughs> you're a psychic rapper. <laughs> I think that I can really get my rapper name from what you've just said, so I'm going to just mm. have it think. Mystic Liv. Oh. Oh. I, why did I want to say Mystic Meg, but my name is Liv? Because Mystic Meg is like the... But the, why did I yeah. think I could She's the, that? She's the astrology lady in it. Yeah, in I think magazines. so. Oh, is she a real person? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Oh. She does like the... Doesn't she have like a crystal ball or something yeah. as well? So is it based like on a real person called Meg? I don't know I if mean, her I name's yeah. Meg, oh, but it's, it I might. think it's her stage name for the magazine. Yeah, her name might be Claire. We don't know. Clairvoyant. See what you did oh, that I like that. Guys were really clever. I like really that love a lot. the energy. <laughs> um, so basically, I have. Um, did I? T- oh, I did say that my thing was vomit. Basically, I have dreams, um, very very vivid dreams, every night. Um, I don't always remember them. These days, I haven't been so in tune. Um, and so basically, when I have, and this has happened since I was younger, um, when I have dreams. Um, that someone has died, someone I know is always pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that as well, as well, by the way. I don't understand okay. how we both... Yeah, we don't we speak about this in secondary school. Probably. Yeah, sorry, go on. Um, so sorry. Yeah, so I... Uh, that's so cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have dreams that people die. So obviously it's quite um, <laughs> traumatic because mm-hmm. I have those dreams. Massively. But since I've got older... Um, I also don't always know the people, by the way. The people that die, like, sometimes it's just a random ass. Sometimes mm. it's people that I know. Um, so death, it's just death, the theme of yeah, death. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, someone I know is always pregnant. So um, it was in, I think it was late September that I had the dream. Or maybe early October, first few days, I don't know. Um, I had a dream that someone died, um, and I messaged all my sexually active friends. Um, <laughs> and Stephanie was one of them. Um, and I said, hi, darling. Um, so I've had one of my dreams. And I always say it quite casually, because I don't want to freak my friends out. But at the same time, I'm like, I think it's you. Yeah. So I have to go my way about it. So I said, hi, babes. Um, is there any way that you could be pregnant? Because I've had one of my dreams. Um, and um, yeah, is it you? And she was like, I was adamant it wasn't me. Yeah, she Adam. was literally like, I was like, no, it's not me, bro. I wasn't even like, I was so blase about it. I was like, no, completely. It's not me. Yeah. And, which made me think, it's you. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I just, and I remember you was like, who else have you asked? And I was like, oh, I asked the college group chat. And he was like, okay, you was like, I, you was like, I really doubt it's me. Um, oh. Like, you was even trying to tell me, oh, isn't the dream supposed to be about fish? Like, you, she was yeah. even just right. knocking me right off. Yeah. And then I thought, it's you, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to again in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, and, but I didn't even need to. So then, so then this is when I definitely knew it was you. Um, Steph took me out for my birthday. It was the day before my birthday, and we were at what's it called? Dutchy. Dutchy. In Croydon, mm-hmm. which is sick. Yeah. Um, 
Caribbean restaurant and um, we was just talking. I know you won't mind me saying, Stephanie was like, oh, like, yeah, my boobs have got really big. And then I was like, <laughs> but I was like, my dream. I was just like, oh, okay, cool. In my head, <laughs> I, I was like, just eating well. I just thought, like, I'm and eating I was thinking, good food. I was thinking, how is she not making this connection? But okay. Mm. And then, yeah, like, what, four days later, or a few days after my birthday, I got a voice note. That's and then mine. she sent me a message, like, don't listen to it, like, listen around anyone else. And yeah. she was like, um, her and Aaliyah's dad were like, so you spoke something into existence. I remember, I can remember it literally like I said, oh I just got out of the gosh. shower and I was listening to the voice note. And I remember I was literally like naked and I, I, <laughs> sent you a, I didn't send a picture of my naked body, but I sent a picture of my face with the shocked expression. I remember my locks on my head and I was just literally like, oh my gosh. And I remember you was like, it's literally like days that like you can't say anything like we're oh. so, so early. It wasn't days, but it was very early weeks. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then, um, like, Steph didn't find out the sex of Alea, um, mm. but I dreamt that she was a girl. Uh, even we knew, yeah, we knew she was a girl. Yeah. Like, I didn't, we didn't, I didn't find out. Um, her dad knew, but um, he mm. kept it a secret. I don't know how, but he kept Oh, it that's good. I was yeah. going to ask you. Did he, he did so um, well. He just couldn't not know. Yeah. Um, so he found out and he kept it to himself. But, yeah, I, we just knew, like, yeah. it was a girl. We just knew she From was the a her. Yeah. yeah. And it was so weird because during, I remember when your bump shape started changing... That's when I started being like, I'm getting boy vibes. Yeah. And then I'd be like, no, 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 how could I? And yeah, I, so towards the end, I was like, we had a boy's name. So our boy's name was Malachi. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Which is on my list. The, um, the, bump oh, just, the bump just became Malachi. We literally had his, his whole name. First, wow. middle, last name. Um, and towards the end, I was like, there's no way that um, AJ, Alea's dad's... Um, there's no way AJ will let me go a full nine months mm. without a girl's name, knowing yeah. I'm going to give birth to a girl. So I was like, I, I know it's a boy now. Like, he's kind of giving oh, the game yeah, away that way. Yeah, right. yeah. And yeah, then... He didn't give the game away. He didn't, yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. So at what point did you let go of the name Malachi and, like, think about girls' names? She didn't have a name for three days. So literally... <laughs> she didn't for time. Oh, um, she was just a baby. Yeah. yeah, she was born. We kept looking at her saying names. Just didn't fit Mm. um and then literally it was like we was in hospital for three days and then it was like the third day the afternoon like maybe like midday ish Mm. um he he was talking to his friend's nephew Mm -hmm. um and this little boy started like name it like just listing names (laughs) and aj repeated alaya and i was like alaya he was like yeah and we looked at her and I was like, that's her name. Oh, like, he, she's, so she's Alea. Special. And then, yeah, that was just, that was it. Yeah. That's amazing. And the name suits her so much as well. Yeah, you know when you see a baby and you're just like, yep. Yeah. Like, that's that's their name. Yeah. Yeah. That's your fit. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. That's so cute. So I'm also her dad. Um, <laughs> not also her mum. Her real dad. <laughs> yeah, no, I always say I'm her dad now. I'm not even her mum. I'm actually like, I'm Alea's dad. Um, because I feel like I dreamt her. I also was part of it. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, and then on the day that she was um, in labour. Yeah, we yeah. met up, innit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, where did we go? We went we to You were out when Eden. I was in labour. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And weren't you also out? You went to the shops <laughs> and yeah, stuff. Yeah, because I remember in the morning, oh, you, you, um, I had, I, yeah, that's on the morning that Alea was born, I had a dream. Because um, we messaged each other. It was like seven something. It was early, early yeah. doors. And I was like, I had a dream. And, and I was like, into the, I think, I think we were messaging each other at the same time. I, <laughs> yeah. said, I said, I think you're right. I said, I think I've been having contractions yeah. since six. Wow. Um, and yeah, she yeah. came with it. Because I remember, so you would, we, we, were, we had arranged that we were going to meet up um, and go to Eat of Eden and Brixton. Mm-hmm. And it was after work or something. So we had met, an, yeah, we yeah. Had met up and stuff. And then... Um, you were like, oh, like, don't tell anyone, but like, you know, I'm going to have to go and <laughs> yeah, like yeah. see Stephanie afterwards. Might I think she's in labour. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so exciting. And then you were like, yeah, yeah, Stephanie's like gone to the shop, like to buy snacks. <laughs> and I was like, wait, is she not in labour? And you were like, yeah, yeah, she like everything, like she's just yeah, doing stuff. And I, I was, was just like, I was that panicking. is so Stephanie. <laughs> just to get Legit. stuff done. I was panicking that I would have to like leave work early. like, And yeah. I hadn't told work that I was a birthing partner. <laughs> so... Yeah, I was thinking shit, but then I remember on my lunch being like, "You let me know, you tell me," and you was like, "I'm in tutoring," and I was like, yeah. "What? Like, yeah. is the so baby like- not gonna drop out?" I was so confused. <laughs> but t- but talk about labour and contraction versus like, you know, people be like, "Oh, I was in labour for seventy six hours," yeah, but yeah. actually, mm. so you're not. 
obviously a massive disclaimer, everyone's body works differently mm. and everyone's body is going to react differently to that situation, that trauma, mm. um, etc. So my experience, so like I said, um, when you're towards the end of pregnancy, you generally sleep very lightly or not at all. Mm. Um, I think, I'm not 100% sure of the science behind it. I think it's because your body's preparing yourself for not sleeping as you will be in the future wow. and the fact that you're just massively uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was up and down in the morning, obviously going to the toilet. You go to the toilet all the time as well. Mm. But I noticed that from 6, from, from 6 a.m. that morning the pain just felt a bit different. Mm. So it's a period pain. That's what I was having. I was having a normal period pain. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the exact feeling. Um, But they were like, in and around every 15, 20 minutes, Mm. roughly. Um, I wasn't paying any attention to how long they were lasting. It was just a pain that I felt there. Mm. Um, And then, um, I was messaging Olivia and like she said that she thought it was happening. And then, um, Psychic. The the pains, (laughs) They didn't get worse. It was a very, very bearable pain. Mm. Um, but it was very noticeable. Mm-hmm. And then as I like woke up, like I told Alex, like, um, I think I'm in labour. Like yeah. I think like it's happening. Things are happening. And he was like, Oh, it's like probably not gonna happen, happen till tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He was adamant it was gonna happen the next day. <laughs> um so as I got up and about, the the pain stopped me from doing what I was doing. Right. So I'd, irrespective of what I was doing. So I was able to shower, mm. but when a contraction came, I would have to pause what I was doing. Right. So obviously when, when you're going into labor, you want to be ready, innit? Yeah. So like, I wanted to wash my hair. <laughs> so I got in the shower and I was washing my hair and like mid-wash, I'd have to just stop, <laughs> breathe wow. it out, that kind of stuff. Um, so I did want to try hitting the breath in, but I didn't get around to it. What's that? Um, it's basically like um, they train you to like breathe and like basically like mellow yourself out and like you control the pain wow. through your breathing and that kind of stuff. Okay. I wanted to do that, but um, we didn't get around to it and it costs lots of money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, I wanted to be prepared because um, like you guys said, like what you see on TV and what you're told about labor <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, is very different to the real experience. I thought we was going to be in the hospital for days anyway. Yeah. Mm. Um, so we had our bags packed. We had our, like a suitcase packed for us. Um, and I was like, we need to go and get snacks. <laughs> I was like to um, AJ, like, you need socks. Um, like, you need to have no- enough socks. Enough Sleep shorts. over care. Sure, I mean. yeah. Long weekend. Got your so pajamas. Was like, um, so he's like, let's go to Primark. We went to Primark. And the contractions slowed right down mm. um, by that point. So I was still having them, but very infrequently. And then, so this was like around one-ish, maybe 12, mm-hmm. one-ish. And then um, I told my sister, my sister came down from where she lived. Um, and then she was like, like let's walk more. Because mm. like by you being active, it speeds up. Whatever you do to keep active, like um, it, it's meant to like speed up the contractions mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we went to the shops, get snacks and stuff. And um, the contractions started to speed up not um, massively but they were more frequent but it was more the intensity of them mm. so i would have to stop walking right. like i couldn't walk whereas before i could i could walk and have the contraction mm. i would have to stop walking and breathe it out and then did, did it still feel like a period pain at this point or was it like a pain that you haven't experienced it's before? a period pain so it's in the same area and it's the same kind of like feeling like it's a feeling of like pressure mm-hmm. and like heaviness it's the same type of feeling. It's just like the intensity yeah. is very different. Yeah. Um. And then my mum came home, so I didn't want to panic my mum in case <laughs> I wasn't in labour. So yeah. I let her come home as normal. So she got home about four. Mm. And then they were every. So you're meant to have um. At least three contra- contractions in a ten minute period, right. and they have the last at least a minute. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so that's when you know they you're really in need to suffer before they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's when you know you're in what they call active labour. Okay. Mm. Um, so I was having that. Um, I was in active labour, but I was dealing with it. And they said that like, at home you're more comfortable. So like, 
the hormones that are like in your body when you're at home, mm. they, that, that will go away when you go to the hospital. So stay where you're comfortable. Right, okay. So my idea was I didn't want to go to the hospital until I was ready to push her out. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be at home mm. for as for long as, long as, as possible. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, physically possible. Mm. So my mum and my sister were like, you need to call the hospital to tell them how active like um, the labour is mm -hmm. and like how um, frequent your contractions are. Mm. So I called, I didn't want to call them. <laughs> I was like, I don't need to yet. Like it's not, it's I'm not cool. time, I'm, let me ride it out. And you was out. early, was it? This was not a layers due date yet. Yeah, it was three days prior to the day she was due. So not mm. massively early, it was about time. Mm. But we didn't think she was going to come. We thought she would be late. Yeah. Mm. Um, so is that because yeah. Olivia's one of her parents? And Olivia's <laughs> <probably like. laughs> Must I, be. Yeah, I, did, I did think she was coming up at like the 13th or yeah, yeah, 11th yeah. or 13th. Um, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I was saying to them, like, I want to ride it out. Like, I don't need to call them yet. And they was like, just call them just to give them the heads up kind of thing, just in case they needed to like make the room free or whatever, mm. like move women on. Um, so then I called them and I explained to her, I was like, um, my contractions are very frequent, but mm. I'm happy and willing to stay at home. Mm -hmm. So she was like, um, that's what we want to hear. So like, stay at home for as long as you can. Um, they encourage you to take paracetamol. There's oh, wow. other okay. painkillers you can't take. I can't mm. remember what they are. Mm. But um, she was like, take the paracetamol when you need to um, get in a nice bath. Like, do what you can to mm -hmm. calm down, relax, feel good, that kind of stuff. Like, get all, all the happy hormones going. Because mm. you're going to need them like, yeah. later. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Like, <laughs> I'm good. Locked off the phone. And I think less than two minutes <laughs> after I hung up that phone... <laughs> I had the first contraction that made me cry. Oh my god! So it hit me, it, like it, it hit me, <laughs> and um, mad. The pain is just something else. Like it's actually, actually mad. Um, so yeah, the pain hit me, and then every contraction. So it was funny because I cried, and then when it went, I laughed because I was like, "Wow, <laughs> this is pain. This They're is really serious. Wow." Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I cried with every contraction after that. Wow. Do you think? Do you think? You can ever prepare for the pain? No. No. Okay. Because I'm someone that um, I thought I have this um, really stupid thing where I'm much, like, really scared of things before I've actually experienced them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, obviously, my pain threshold, I assumed, was low. Like, getting piercings and stuff. Uh -huh. Like, I still get them, but, like, I hate it. Like, because yeah. it hurts. Um, but, obviously, my mum and my sister had been through labour were shocked at how I handled it how well right. I handled it mm. um, but yeah everyone's threshold is different mm. um, but I think you're also quite a calm person anyway though so I think your calmness almost like maybe helped you yeah. through because you were yeah. Yeah. I knew from the jump like as petrifying as being pregnant and carrying a human being is mm -hmm. I knew from the jump my labour was going to be smooth sailing I just yeah, yeah. knew yeah. I, I never had any concern I was never scared of labour I was mm -hmm. never scared of giving birth I just knew that it was going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Like, from the jump. Yeah. Like, I literally never had any fear. Yeah. And um, it was. It was, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like, the labour and the birth was fine. Um, so, yeah, I... After those contractions that made me cry, it was maybe within an hour of getting off the phone to the midwife where I was, like, blackout blind from pain. Oh, like. my gosh. So, what? my mum said I had to get in the bath. I got in the bath, they were running, like, the water, like, on my back. Because, mm -hmm. like, that's where I would feel it, because I'm quite small. Mm. Um, this is, like, my pelvis and my back. And um, I just don't remember much. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't really, like, get dressed. Like, you can't get dressed by yourself because of the pain. Mm. And I remember, like, I um, I know. my sister and AJ walking me to the car... And I was just crying because I was like, how do you guys expect me to sit in the car? I can't oh sit. How do you expect me to move my body in a way that I can sit in the car safely? Yeah. And I was getting angry at them. I said, I can't. Yeah. I, like, I can't get in the car. So um, I sat in the car, but I wasn't quite on my bum. And it's like, it was like a 15 minute drive mm -hmm. um, from my house to the hospital. And I don't remember seeing any of it. Like, wow. I can't. I can't describe the pain to you, but it was enough to make me blind in the moment. No like, that's stop. how bad the pain, pain was. And so before you were talking about the contractions coming, like, free in 10 minutes, mm -hmm. and, like, when they weren't there, like, you were able to just, like, carry on, at this point, was it just constant pain? No. Yeah, so you have the contraction, which is, like, 
the pain doesn't stop and then you have like the really intense period pain when the contraction's not there. Oh wow. So it's like that constant pressure, that pressure never goes. <laughs> Lovely. Like yeah. That painful that pressure, yeah, that period kind of pain, it never goes. The contraction is just like... It gets more intense during that time. <laughs> yeah, like That's being mad. struck by a lightning bolt, I don't know. Stop. Um, and then I actually wasn't, when I got to the hospital, I wasn't far enough dilated for them to accept me. But they had no choice because my contractions were just rapid, mm -hmm. like way too rapid for them to send me home. And then um, I think we got to the hospital around six, um, six, half six. Um, and then I had her at 9.13. Mm -hmm. Wow, so you weren't really waiting around for long. So they would have been like, oh, sorry, love, can't take you. Yeah, so they examined me. Um, and then um, after a little while, I got in the birthing pool because um, mm. that's how I wanted to have a layer. Um, but I couldn't regulate my temperature, so I had to get out of the birthing pool. Um, wow. And then when I got out of the birthing pool, funnily enough, I was like, I need to push. Right. And then yeah. she was out. <laughs> Out, yeah. Wow. And what would you say is like the worst or the most painful part of the whole like Labor birth and birth. experience? Yeah. In my opinion, in my experience, mm -hmm. it's the contractions. Like genuinely, when you have a contraction, like you think you're gonna die. Like mm, sure. I, d I don't feel like I'm being dramatic. Like I <laughs> felt like my contractions made me feel like I was gonna die. Mm. If you've been in this experience, please hashtag the rebound. Yeah, yeah, let us know how you because feel. Because I, like, because I've heard it's like was. the ring of fire. Like when that the baby is true. Comes the out. ring of the ring of fire is the perfect phrase for that feeling. Yeah. Like. Jesus. <laughs> Not really to be so gross, but it feels like your vagina's on fire. Like it actually uh. does um, feel like that. But then once the baby's head is out, mm. that feeling is gone. Right. It's just that 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 moment mm -hmm. of getting the head out, bro, where your vagina's on fire. <laughs> You're pushing a whole human being out yeah. of your body. Like mine and AJ's big head. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, the ring of fire, it just is, um, doesn't last for very long. That's mm. why, to me, it wasn't the worst of it. Right, whereas the contractions, contractions were, were, yeah, definitely, that was the worst for me. And would you say it. that, like, um, because obviously people, you know, people are like, oh, if labour's that bad, mm. like, they don't want to have children, or like, why do people have children? Do you, would you say that as soon as Alea came out, is it like instant love? Are you just completely confused? Is it overwhelmed? Like, what would you say your first initial feeling like once they put her on you, mm. what did you feel? What I felt, it was just like, I think I was content. I think mm -hmm. that's the right word oh. to use. It was just like, I was meant to be there and she was meant to be here. Mm -hmm. Like it was just like, this is what was meant to be. Yeah. Like this was normal. It didn't feel weird. It didn't feel new. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel like I didn't know what to do. It was just like, oh yeah, this is, this is it. Like yeah. this is, yeah. I'm a mum. Yeah. Instant, I'm yeah. a mum. And you've yeah. been a mum for about a year now, right? Just yeah, just over a year. a year, like 13 months and something like uh, 15 days. And something, not counting, but, yeah. you know, well, something like that. <laughs> and what's your favourite part of, like, being a mum so far? Um, I think when, it, when a child, like, Kids are funny anyway, because they're stupid, isn't it? But like, when <laughs> Babies a, are literally drunk they're all the time. So, <laughs> yeah, they're funny. ridiculous, so ridiculous. I think when a child is yours, mm. it's that feeling that, obviously some people hate kids. Like, <laughs> I, I, I thought I was that person, I used to think I hated kids. Mm. Um, but the good, the good feelings you get from children, when you have your own child, again, it's that, but like intensified. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, when you think the child's being funny, like they're so hilarious, like you can't <laughs> yeah. control it. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, like, it's just like the fun and them being funny and that, like it's just like a different level of mm. funniness. And you must be gassed, like, oh, my kid is jokes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, wow, she's actually like me. Like, she's you funny, funny. Like, Every time I'm like, that's so funny. You're like, yeah, she gets it from me. Yeah. <laughs> Does she though? Yeah. Um, but even thinking about, like, what she gets from you and stuff, how would you, how would you say that your identity mm. has changed, if it has, since becoming a mum? Like, do you feel like you are still Stephanie by itself? Do you feel like you're just a mum and that's it? Like, how do you think your identity has kind of changed? I feel like, this is so contradictory, but I feel like mm -hmm. my identity is so, I'm so strong and sure about who I am, as in me being Stephanie Duncan. Mm -hmm. Like, I know who I am kind of thing, but at the same time, I think, like, I never really had an identity. Like, I didn't really know who okay. I was or right. what I was about kind of thing. Um, so I think that I will always be 
my own person like I am always mm-hmm. Stephanie Duncan like that that is my identity that's not going to change yeah like you guys say like that's my brand but above that and first and foremost like when you think about being a parent and like that is always going to be your main priority and that is mm-hmm. the first and foremost important thing in your life. Like, yeah. you have to cater and protect and nurture another human being mm-hmm. because they're not able to do that for themselves. Yeah. You brought them into this world, so it's actually your responsibility. Your duty, so, yeah. Yeah. so, above anything else, I am a mum, but mm. that doesn't take away from the fact that I am Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and I think that's important because I think, obviously, it's a life-changing journey, like having a child and however people feel comfortable to define themselves afterwards it's completely up to them Mm -hmm. but I think some people um I feel like and this I don't know if this is the right thing for me to say but I feel like almost get lost in their like like being a mum because it's almost like that's all I am that's all I talk about I don't find anything funny because I'm a (laughs) mum and like I I feel like even to to bring it back to like when I used to watch Keeping Up With Kardashians yep um (laughs) like I feel like that's the stick that Courtney got when she first started Mm -hmm. having children they thought that she was only that she was only a mum and I only a mum and like nothing else Mm -hmm. and I wonder if like that was because they hadn't had children yet that they couldn't see what she was talking about or if it was just that she was going overboard yeah yeah but I think people genuinely can't understand it like you Mm. can definitely try like there's people that are like like with anything there's people that are more understanding of your feelings and your circumstance and others but um yeah you genuinely can't really and truly appreciate what it is to be a parent until you're a parent Mm -hmm. that's why they say it makes you appreciate or even maybe the opposite be angry at your parents Mm -hmm. like for how they raised you once you have a child kind of thing um but because it is such a mammoth responsibility and it is so overwhelming and such a massive change to your life Mm. i can understand i was that person that i didn't know what to do outside of being a mum. like Mm. i forgot like how am I meant to go out and have my friends? Like, yeah, what, yeah. what music are we listening to now? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I don't want to say it's like being in prison, but like, that's, <laughs> that's what I imagine. <laughs> like, like you, you forget how the things work. You're in this bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. And would you say that, um, how how have you found it not having mum friends? Like, mm. do, you, do you think that your friends, the people around you have been like, understand enough and got it? Like, mum life? Or do you think if we had kids as well, it would make it a bit easier. Oh, 100%. If you have other mums around you, it's, it's going it, it to make it easier. It's mm-hmm. like if you if you and your friends all have the same kind of beliefs, it just makes it easier, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, because, yeah. Um, like, you're in the same kind of circumstance and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll push a, out one soon for you. Please. <laughs> you had um, that dream, yeah, Liv? 104. <laughs> episode 104. <laughs> after that, by episode 120... <laughs> The baby's coming. <laughs> um, yeah, so I have a very, very small circle of friends anyway. Mm-hmm. And even within that small circle of friends, it was literally a couple of friends that didn't kind of switch up on me or the relationship dynamic change in some kind of way. Mm. Um, and it was hard hard to accept that people were switching up on you because you're pregnant. Yeah. But like you come to terms with it. By the grace of God, you'll come to terms with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, re- relationships and friendships when you're pregnant and that, and your friends aren't pregnant are very difficult. And like, you do feel, you feel left out, you feel secluded. Like, all of a sudden, you're not getting invited out for like dinner and drinks or mm-hmm. like, like you're not getting invited to even like go around your friend's house when they're getting ready to go out, even mm-hmm. the, just because you can't go out with yeah, them. Yeah. Like, right. You still want to your be a invitations part of it. are never there anymore. Like they're yeah, all yeah. lost in the post. Mm-hmm. Um, That's really sad. But luckily for me, as much as it did affect me, it didn't in the sense that like I am someone that's like a bit of a lone wolf. Like I haven't because I have such a small group of friends. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't need that company and need that right. Um, like energy from people yeah, yeah, to like yeah. keep me going. Like mm-hmm. it didn't, it didn't weigh me down yeah. as it could. But I imagine that for those that have very little family or family that live far away mm-hmm. or don't have those one or two good good friends, mm-hmm. like I can't imagine how lonely being yeah, pregnant sure. must feel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's also something else I want to talk about because I know we spoke about it before about um, 
your body and and body changes. So when uh, me and Stephanie was actually discussing that um, the idea around it was stretch marks and like yeah saggy skin boobs, yeah. boobs and stuff and how mm. your body changes and like me from someone like with without the filter. Um, plug um, at without the filter on Instagram <laughs> and Facebook <laughs> um, and how um, I follow a lot of body positive people so they're always talking about their bodies in different ways but also like women that have had babies and often kind of talk talk about their bodies as being strong and they love their stretch marks because they um, it's Produce, brought this beautiful yeah. human in the world and stuff like that and I know we when you broke it down to me we kind of had different thoughts so do you want to just tell the people then mm. so yeah like my like thinking behind that was kind of like you shouldn't people um get confused with confidence and being confident and being comfortable Mm -hmm. with their bodies Mm um and like you can't say you're confident or you feel good and you love your body because it produced your child because to me that's fake that's not a genuine love for your body because you should love your body just because yeah, because yeah. that's your body mm-hmm. like you shouldn't have to attach it to something to love it yeah. so like m- m- my thing was like I it's not true that you, you love your saggy boobs and their stretch marks because you only love them because you mm-hmm. use them to feed your baby right. so like if you take your baby away what you don't love them yeah. so then Jessica, like, with saggy boobs and stretch marks and no baby. She can't love her boobs because she doesn't have a baby to love them for. She hasn't found something to attach it to be like, this is why I love it. It's not genuine. And I think it's, like, to me, it's a bit, like, a bit fake to, like, lead people to believe that, like, you love your body Mm. when you don't because you you, you only love it because you've attached it to something. So that's not a genuine love that you have for yourself. And you found it easy. This is what we're saying. Like, they've... They're kind of using that as a like a me- coping mechanism to be like, okay, mm. the only way I can love these stretch marks is because it brought the baby. Mm. But and yeah, it's like then the absence without that, would they still be able to find that? Um, because like you were saying, it doesn't just because you there might be stuff about your body that's changed since pregnancy that you don't love anymore. That doesn't have an impact on a layer. That doesn't change yeah. how you feel about mm. a layer. Because um, it's your personal relationship with your body, I guess. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. It, is that basically what you're saying? Like having attributing love to a part of your body because of your child isn't it's unhealthy. Yeah, it's unhealthy. Yeah, it's almost putting that on them. Like yeah. you made me love my yeah. saggy boobs. Yeah. And that's actually... like um I'm I'm a, a big believer in like being very careful what you say to children. Mm-hmm. Like really what you say to anyone, but what you say to children because they're sponges and like how many of us have heard our mums telling us, um, I got these marks because of you. Yeah. It was you that gave me these stretch marks. Yeah, I was yeah. like right and tight before you came <laughs> Like, yeah, it's true. And it's like, you, no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. not it. Like, yeah, don't put that, put that on them. On your child. Mm. Yeah. Um, would you say that you are then, in terms of like how society sees like pregnancy snapback and stuff like that? Did you ever feel that pressure to snap back, like? in terms of, like, your body changes, do you think it did snap back, whether intentional or unintentional? Um, I didn't feel the pressure, mm-hmm. in all honesty. I didn't feel the pressure to um, snap back. Again, I don't really, like... My body has never, in the ever-changing scheme of things, mm-hmm. fit what's in at the moment. So <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't... I'm not really phased you by that You don't subscribe to those things. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I never felt the pre- pressure to, like, bounce back, but... By the grace of God, I did, like, find my fitness and I, I found my feet and, like, how I felt about my body, like, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, it takes a while and it takes getting used to. And, like, my, my relationship with my body wasn't great prior to pregnancy. So, like, mm-hmm. the pregnancy and the birth didn't really have effect on mm. okay, yeah, yeah. it. After that, like, it's just, like, something that you're, I was always, like, kind of having to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I didn't feel the pressure and... I'm comfortable mm-hmm. with my body because I accept it is what it is. Like, mm-hmm, I accept yeah. it for what it is kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and your body is something that you have control over. So you decide how to feed it. You decide how to treat it. You so decide true. whether you want to go out and exercise it. It's like mm-hmm. a plant. Your body is a plant, mm-hmm. isn't it? Like, yeah, it, it's down to you to water it. Feed it, water it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, 
if I'm if I'm not happy with my body, then it's it's the onus is on me to change it. Yeah, um, that's true. Facts. But yeah, I'm it's comfortable. With my it really is. It I'm comfortable really is. with my body. I'm not confident in it, mm-hmm. but yeah, m- my body and my relationship with Alea is like I'm not comfortable with my body because it created a child. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm sick for creating a child anyway. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm yeah. like, my body's decent just because it's decent. Like that's just like <laughs> yeah, how yeah. the cookie crumbled, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah. That's amazing. The time has really run away from us I today. Know. I feel like we could do this for hours. We really could. Thank you so much for coming on, Stephanie. Thanks for Thank having you. me. Do you want to tell the people where they can find can you? We, can we do a can we do an affirmation card? Yeah, of course. We have to do it um, quickly though because we're running out of time. Um, which one do you want to choose? Let's do it. Okay. Go for it. Um, so you just pick one that you know touches your heart, really which resonates with you. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. And then read it into the mic in front of you. Oh, I have to do the reading pressure. Oh, we, I, can, I can read it if you Miss, want. I don't want to read out the <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Okay, um, so it's clarity. Mm. Stopping to listen to my inner self, I can easily separate my intuition from my mental chatter. The clarity of my intuition is a sweet, simple fruit that tastes familiar. And the mental chatter is a confusing, bitter rind <laughs> that I shall peel off and chuck into the garbage or compost heap if your mental chatter happens to be organic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Clarity. I love that. You feeling that? Yeah. I felt like you was really looking at the card. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay. You've got to f- take them things in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You do. You've got to read it a few times. To mm. And take a picture. So. I will. Um, I also think, like, with, with clarity, I think you gain clarity when you have conversations with people. Mm-hmm. So I feel like for me, this conversation has been really eye-opening because I definitely want children in the future. Mm-hmm. And just to know that, like, how much you went through in your labour and just, like, as a mum and in your pregnancy, it's opened my eyes a lot. Mm-hmm. So thanks for coming on and, like, being thanks so honest and, like, sharing. Of course. It's amazing. Stuff. And I'm so excited about, like, what you're doing now. Do you want to just quickly tell the people what you're working on? and So um, you? I have a blog um, which talks about my experience as a mum, um, battling with my mental health, um, my weight, that kind of stuff. Um, so that is stephduncan.co.uk or stephanieduncan.co.uk. I don't know what it is, okay? <laughs> but if you go on my Instagram, which is, um, which is mamadunks underscore, um, then my the link to my um, blog is on there. Mm-hmm. And I'm also on YouTube, um, just my name, Stephanie Duncan. And it's, yeah, tips and tricks about being a mum, the occasional like makeup stuff um cooking cooking mm. yeah yeah a so it, yeah it's also like not just for mums like, i love it yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. i love your there's something for everyone that. i've even got a layer's dad on there talking about his experience being a dad so mm. like that was my page is like i want anyone to be able to come on my page and find something for them something for mm. everyone in the family everyone mm-hmm. can um yeah like find something to watch watch and enjoy and hopefully the tables can turn and I can bring you guys on to Ooh. actually show our faces to the yeah. world. That would be interesting. That would be fun. But yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really grateful. No, Thank thanks for you. coming. Um, so DJ, tell the people then where they can find us. You can find us on social media at The Rebound Pod on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Use hashtag The Rebound Pod to continue the conversation. Um, you can find me at Khadija underscore Rose on Instagram. And you can find me at Olivia Polita or without the filter, preferably the latter. <laughs> um, Mama Dunks, Mama underscore Dunks. Mama Dunks underscore, underscore, underscore on, on Instagram. Instagram. Um, and the link is in the bio and we will put this in the description so you can find her page and her blog. So thanks again for joining us. Thanks, and thanks again for listening, we guys. We it and we love y'all. Yes, oh. and we will catch you in the next episode of The Rebound Pod. Yay. Bye. 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 Bye.